My name is Jed Shepherd. Thanks again for joining us on this Red Dwarf podcast. Um, hope you guys have been all right in the last week. This is the last show of the season, Daniela. Oh no! Wow, and I still call it season and not series. I know. You're um, American. No, but it makes it makes sense because um, the whole show, all, all like ten series is a is should be called a series. The series is Red Dwarf, but the season is like every every year. So it makes more sense if you call like season one season one okay. do, do you know what i think yeah, yeah. um yeah <laughs> so how have you been in, in the last week daniela i feel like i haven't seen you i know it's been too long yeah um i have had amazing week i okay. i went to an all-day shakespeare event on saturday okay we back, I, I guess that could be good back-to-back shakespeare plays with, on the walls w- of the roses wow yeah with my dad fun yeah, um, are you into Shakespeare? I'm really You like your classics, don't you? Mm. People don't understand. Daniela's quite well read. I know, it doesn't sound like it, It does doesn't. It? Not at all. <laughs> but like, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, um, I, I kind of stopped reading Shakespeare since I left school. I've got a degree in it, in, in like English literature. But um, it's never come in handy. Yeah. Pointless, really. So this, this will be my... I've already seen Shakespeare this year already. So it's, um, yeah. Wow. It's a thing I like to do. Um... What have I been up to? Oh yeah, so last week I um, did that thing at the uh, uh, BFI. It was good, um, and also it's been shown again somewhere in London. Um, uh, my my little horror film, Absence. So go see that. I should. It's a love film. It's a film about love. Yeah, it stars Paul McGann, the Eighth Doctor Who, doing doing stuff. Um, it's going to be shown at a load more um, festivals as well, at horror horror festivals. I don't know why it keeps being shown at horror festivals, what Daniel. It's crazy. Yeah. It's weird. Um, and you guys uh, who listened last week will be pleased to know that we've got two of our most popular ever guests. Two Toms. Back again, the two Toms. Tom Toms. Hello. Hello. Back, <laughs> back by <laughs> popular demand. Yeah. We read what you said on the forum and... <laughs> we can get rid of them. Yeah. 
So we've got Tom Dark and Tom Hello. Stab. Hello. Funnily enough, we were available again. They're, that's just so lucky. Very lucky. We will we clear were. our schedule for yeah. you, Jed and yeah. Daniela. We got um, you got agents were really cool about getting you back on. I thought they were going to very reasonable fee. Exactly. Well, I thought. Brilliant. Um, Bob since last week. Yeah. <laughs> well, we saw the figures and <laughs> had to scale up accordingly. But Daniela, I've got no poetry for you this week. Oh, no. no one's written you any more poetry. So if you're out there and you are inclined to write Daniela. Uh, some poetry uh, you might send it in now because next week Daniela's boyfriend's on Uh-oh. so that's going to be um, <laughs> it's going to be a good one that's the, the start of season three <laughs> yeah so send me as many as possible and uh, I'll get him to read them out amazing yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe we could do like a Mr and Mrs uh, edition yeah that'd be a bit awkward but, but, but kind of cool um, okay so this episode is Parallel Universe which is the uh, sixth episode of season two and it's also the last time we see Norman Lovett um, until far far into into the future um, actually we, uh, we don't see him do an intro at all in this particular episode and, and there's no proper Red no. Dwarf theme song at the start no. because instead we get one of the best things that my eyes and ears have ever seen and that is the song Tongue Tied. Not just in the Red Dwarf world, in any world. Just in any yeah. world. I've seen a lot of things. I went to Chernobyl. I saw the most <laughs> amazing things that human eyes haven't <laughs> seen before. And Tongue Tied is a million times better wow. than that place. What happens if you went to Chernobyl and showed people Tongue Tied? I think there would be another disaster. <laughs> because <laughs> the world would explode the, the entire world. Well, actually, because, um, uh, not to dwell on, on the disaster, but it's, it could have. Um, they're be- be- basically building a sarcophagus over over uh, the Chernobyl nuclear plant because it's about to go off again. Um, and it was meant to be replaced about 20 years ago, but they didn't. So they're only... I thought they'd learn their lesson, wouldn't you? Yeah. They're, they're only just building it now. Um, I'm sure about three years ago, Jed was planning on doing a music festival. There. I've got the licence. I've got... <laughs> wow. I've got, I've got the only licence no. <laughs> that the Ukrainian government has given out to do um, an entertainment thing. Have you had many bands uh, yeah. sign up for that? Well, we did. We had quite a lot of bands, actually. But wow. um, then it came to insurance, and <laughs> and it basically it was All a write-off. Of a sudden, people weren't available. Well, no, um, the insurance cost would wouldn't um, cover. It, uh, we'd have to charge people like a thousand pound each to kind of turn up. Worth it. Every penny. Uh, <laughs> Mostly because I can guess who the bands would have been that you would have drunk your mates, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's some other ones, like Owen Pallet and, and bands like that. And uh, um, yeah, the good one that I was going to get, and I might get them to play something in, in the future. Take that. No, Tattoo. What? Oh my yes. God. <laughs> I was speaking to Tattoo's manager um, and one of the girls uh, for about six months. Um, and, and this is at the point where they'd never played with each other. For a, for <laughs> <laughs> Who were? Yeah, you know, to be honest, they never did play with each other. That was a marketing ploy. It was, it was, I know. <laughs> but they basically refused to be in the same room together. So I was saying to them, well, what will happen is we'll get, we'll get someone to stand bet- between you, like a guitarist stand between you on the stage. And one of you will go from stage left, one of you will go from stage right and just do all the things she said and maybe like a couple more and that's all all you need He's Hang a massive fan of A them. couple more? How many How many songs do they have? Whoa, 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 whoa. Resident tattoo expert, Tom Stone. I am a huge fan of I'm that. A massive 200 kilometres in the wrong lane? The, the, the name of the yeah. Yeah, in the wrong lane. It's probably the... the it's a brilliant album. The wrong podcast, guys. It's <laughs> one of the best pop albums of all time. They've, they've I got, wholeheartedly agree with that there's fact. A, right, this is a, there's a, there's there a, is a lot of here. dodgy <laughs> looks coming from the other side of the table. I'm not joking. They've got a song on the album called Magic K. Magic K. Oh, my God. But then it means... Daniela, should we... 
What does it mean? Are you going to say what it means? Because I looked this up as well. Daniel and I are going to go next door and do the Red Bull. This song, this song, Magic Key, I used to sing all the time. Magic Key, Magic Key. Yeah. Honestly, I would email everyone on you be like, listen to this song. Like, It's by Tattoo. It's called Magic Key. It means. Sorry, it means ma- ma- sorry, magic e. Magic. Magic e. Magic e. It's Russian. But it, uh, it means. Or Ukraine. Russian. Doesn't it yeah. mean magic gay? No, I think it. I'm not going to say what it means. Yeah, go on, go on. <laughs> no. Uh, actually, I might. I might I just look at that. Talk about yourself while looking at that. Yeah. Because I want to make sure that if there are. Do you have any Russian fans? I don't want to insult anyone. Oh uh, yeah, actually, yeah. No, I know. I know some Ukraine. Well, I know a Russian journalist who listens. Are you a big fan of tattoo? Uh, uh not really. No. Why would you not be? Um, but yeah, I had the license, and um, basically, it kind of. How about apart. you could do a podcast live from Chernobyl? It's. Do you know what? Not a red door one. I'm not. Down it's really that. cheap. <laughs> Only if you covered expenses. <laughs> it's really cheap to go there, and it's. Um, I mean, you have to pay like these soldiers to get into the actual Chernobyl thing, and they've got guns, and then the, I soldiers. Had, soldiers tend to have. Those. Yeah, they do. I, but they wanted to shoot me because I had my iPhone out. Um, taking photos of, of the... Are they more Android kind of <laughs> yeah. people? Anyway, okay. back, back to like Tom Tide. We'll come back to, to what... Um, <laughs> so back to Magic what is Amy. basically the best opening scene of a sitcom ever, if I, not the best opening yeah. scene ever on TV. I was not yeah. expecting it. It started, I was like, why, aren't they, why are they mm. on top of the pops? What yeah, because yeah. basically, let, to give you a little background, like, these people, so far, we've only seen them being bums on, on a spaceship, being absolute smegheads, yeah. bums lazing around on a spaceship, not venturing out. And all of a sudden, this starts... I'm like, what is this? There's frosting, there's bow ties, there's sequins. Yeah. I was, wow. I was incredible dance routine. I think this is a little teaser of what's to come because obviously, I after watching these two episodes that we're talking about today, I went in and started watching series sorry, three. Sorry, sorry, last week. Last week, and uh, <laughs> seamless. And um, uh, the next episode, you really notice how much the budget's gone up. So I reckon, yeah, really? yeah. yeah you yeah. really big like, style. Yeah, so I'm wait. starting to think they know they're onto You're a good right, thing here, yeah. and like, so, oh, we're going to yeah. chuck a little bit of money at this one. I think we can be a bit more ambitious with our. Yeah, they've they had some money left over from the season. Um, but yeah, because uh, when they were making this, um, in, in case you guys know, they do it's like a song and dance number right. They start instead of the credits at the start, it's the crew of Red Dwarf uh, dressed in red kind of velvety suits doing a proper song and dance number um, on a stage with dancers behind I them. Mean, I mean, Daniel's right. It, it does look like it was a top of the pops episode. And you've it got, does, uh, yeah. Because this was kind of late eighties. You've got that thing where you've got like the lights have a really strong camera flare, so it looks like you've got some of that going on. Yeah. Got this is a man who Life works in machine. telly who knows these secrets and knows these, yeah, this terminology. It's just really <laughs> crap old cameras. <laughs> but yeah, I think the, be- the best thing about it, I think, is because that is how when this episode was first on telly, yeah. there wasn't the normal Red Dwarf intro sequence at all. It just opened like this. Bang. Bang. Cold like, open. What the hell is going on? What is this? Have I tuned into like a, f- a comic relief special or something? It. it is great. It is magical. It is great. And um it's one of the first times you see Danny John Jules do what he what he does. He's what a he dancer. Best, yeah. He was in Starlight Starlight Express at the time as well, so we got to use like some of those moves. And he pulls out a move where he kind of does this massive leg extension I love and like that flies bit, yeah. across like where did that come from? <laughs> I love that. But Good I mean, for you, Dan. It, it kind of plays times. into the fact that he's a cat and he can leap around and do Very all that true. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um but it goes on. It goes on for ages. And like uh, I read a little bit about this. Um that it was initially only a very small like 10 second scene but they they were practicing it so much and they were committed to to kind of acting um and doing this song so it ended up being about like a minute and a half and uh and it's just 
just amazing. For me, it seemed like they wanted to do this scene. Let's find a way of getting it into the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. And uh, how they do wedge it into the episode, um, it, they... It go then it kind of cuts to when the when the song's finished it cuts to a uh, cat looking into the dream recorder which we've seen like yes, before yeah. in thanks for the memory uh cat's looking into this dream recorder and he says oh this isn't the dream i'm looking for suggesting that the whole of tongue tied was just one of the dreams many dreams he has what an amazing dream though. that's an amazing dream i don't think i've had a dream like that oh, do, do, i bet Jeff. cross my heart <laughs> yeah. do you want to hear about this this magical kind of fantastical dream i had 100 percent yes okay so <laughs> it starts off and it's slightly raining i'm out outside this music venue and um, this isn't the first time you've recalled this have you is it you've well, I've told people in I've person like Daniela's heard this before no she hasn't no I haven't so it <laughs> strangely enough she just feels like she has <laughs> <laughs> well it starts to rain and uh, people are screaming and I look at my phone and it says it's got a news report on my phone saying it's acid rain and I'm like and it's like it's actually burning people and their skin's peeling off some oh no you need to get out of the rain so go into this music venue and it's a band playing on stage and they're like oh at last you're here Jed it sounds like the uh, the opening of an E17 music video <laughs> yeah it does what people's faces <laughs> peeling off <laughs> massive <Yeah>. rain <laughs> In the Let late it rain. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. In the later years, um, it was kind of like... So, yeah, I go into this venue, like, you got here on time at last. And, and, the, and this audience is there, like a London audience with arms folded, arms crossed, being like, come on, Jay, get on stage. So I'm like, oh, my God, why, why am I here? And they're starting to leave the venue because I'm taking so long, and they're getting burnt. So I'm like, I need to pull out all the stops here. So I go onto the stage, and then the guy on the piano starts, and he starts the, the first chords of Lady in Red. And I sing. You're wearing a red T-shirt today as well. And I sing "Lady in Red," but halfway through, it turns into like a remix version. It's really dancing. It's all kicking off, and everyone's coming in out of the acid rain. Like half their faces all burn and stuff. And it's like a big rave. But then, then the song stops, and like they're kind of like filtering out again. I'm like, I did my part, and I go upstairs. There's a big like church organ there, and I'm like. I'll just do it again with his church organ. So I start doing Lady in Red again on his church organ. And everyone's coming in and there's all people are dancing and they're like Jade, falling we apart. Need to get you help. I know. It's not exactly the same as Tongue Tie. <laughs> <laughs> it's slightly different. <laughs> I think it says a lot about your warped imagination. It's, yeah, it's not exactly. So you yeah. said a phone at the beginning. So this is quite a recent dream then. Like, well, I've had a, f- I had a phone. Yeah, I know, but like the last fifty. <laughs> this, was, this wasn't like <laughs> a, a dream you had yeah. in like the nineties. No, 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 no. It was like in the last like six, seven years, I'd say. Um, wow, I'm surprised you haven't yeah. turned it into a script yeah, or, sh- or do, music really, video yeah. for someone or something. <laughs> At least pitch it. I'll do it for Birdemic Three. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's set in New York. That's going to be set in New York because um, of nine eleven. Um, <laughs> did, uh, did I not tell you? Well, Let's I'm, talk about it. I'm, not, I'm not allowed <laughs> to say it on on on, on podcast. Um, okay, so so uh, cats up the dream recorder, and he's trying to recall a dream, a sexy dream he's had, uh, where he was uh, just getting sexy with some some girls. But if he's never seen girls before, has he? Besides, briefly when he went through the stasis leak and saw. But they they watch films. That's true. Yeah. They yeah. watch films. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's why the kind of the girls are all sexy and stuff because he's only used to yeah, watching Hollywood, Hollywood. and he's yeah. finding human women attractive. Well, I guess he is a humanoid. Well, he's he's part yeah. cat, part human. Yeah, so and I guess females find feline, ca- a cat feline sapiens. Feline sapiens. Yeah. That's it. And you know, every sexy Halloween outfit is a girl with cat ears, right? Yeah. So have you seen the sexy pizza rat, um, outfit for the, for this year's <laughs> Halloween? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Very good. Um, did did I'm just wondering? Yeah. Because, yeah, they have that kind of screening room that they have in Red Dwarf. The, cin- they have the cinema thing. To, yeah, did they yeah. have a reference to films that they watched there? 
It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, they do. Because I, yeah, I, I because the way you're talking about, they, there are quite a lot of Casablanca references. It's a lot do of Casablanca references. Watching Casablanca in there. Yes, cinema? they do. And they, they I'm not sure. just not not knowing. What's yeah, going no, they on, do, and, they, and, and about Citizen Kane and stuff. And Lister's favourite film is It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life, yeah. And oh, yeah, uh, in the yeah. audio books and in, in the books, um, he ends up in that town, Bedford Falls. Which Bedford is, Falls, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so um, and things. Rimmer, he likes to think of himself as as um, kind of a feminist, really. So he kind of like berates Cat for uh, thinking these sexy thoughts about women, um, and how he should kind of. Uh, just think about girls as relationship fodder and stuff. And uh, I don't know, you're, you're, you're the last few men in space. You're not going to be thinking about relationships and stuff. Not really, Are no. You? There's no one to have a relationship well, with. Lister just yeah. kind of never really lets Kachansky go, does he? So he he's never does. He's thinking about a relationship. He's always just thinking about finding her and exactly. getting back with her in some way, shape or form. But do you remember, um, I brought this up in, in a, um, Better Than Life, where, where he could have any fantasy he wants and he doesn't think of Kachansky. He thinks of beer and curries and stuff and just hanging out. Oh, he's a lad, isn't he? He's a bit of a lad. <laughs> at, at, at some stage, Daniel, do you think you'll find Lister attractive the longer Red Wolf goes on? Are you, are you warming to him a little bit more than you, than you were? I, I'm warming to him, but I don't find him attractive. So do you still think the pinnacle of, of manhood aboard Red Wolf is, is Rimmer? Are you still Team Rimmer? I'm still Team Rimmer. Okay, it's, hard, it's hard to feel attraction to anyone on that shit, but in terms of relatability... <laughs> if you had to. It's team team rumor. Okay. Well, that was where I was going to say. So if if you had to, yeah, could you extend this to not just Rimmer and Lister, but would you put Cat in the mix there? I mean, I don't I don't know what the rules for this should be. Crichton well, as well. well Daniela thinks Daniela thinks it's bestiality to, to it like. It's bestiality. I I think Rim, I would Rimmer's, agree. Rimmer's only had sex with one person, so it would have to be but Lister. It would have to be, wouldn't it? Well, hang on. Oh, you're you're discounting you Rimmer, sorry for Rimmer because he's only had sex with one person. You, you, could cha- you could change his world. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he said. My parents listen to this. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, but you get peace at the end of it. Jed could change his world. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, um, so, so Rimmer is berating Kat for, for thinking thoughts like that. But then Lister brings up the fact that, that Rimmer kind of does that as well. Rimmer isn't the, the type of guy to kind of uh, be romantic or anything. In fact, uh, Rimmer's favourite book is um, How to Pick Up Women with Hypnosis. Which is really creepy. A bit rapey again. Really creepy. Again, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a running theme where he, he wants to trick girls and kind of like make them unconscious oh yeah, and it, stuff. Was it the Yvonne Magruder thing, her being passed out? She was concussed. Very yeah. rapey. Easy. I mean, I mean, this is kind of like in well, keeping it's very with the BBC. BBC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Do I yeah. No, I don't know. Do no, I don't think. I think it's fat. It's fine. You, you get bounds on the it's BBC, confirmed right? now. <laughs> Tom's like, don't say. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so um, Rimmer has a book on hypnotism, which which comes in, in as a callback to that later. Um, ha- have anyone around the table d- done any good pickup? Um, I was techniques? about to ask that actually. I was going to ask you, Jed, what's your uh, what? Ask these other guys. Yeah, I don't. I've never like really. No, what's done the question? Chat up line. Have you ever used a, a kind of a chat up line that's kind of worked or? No, no. I've Why got would a chat you? up line, but I can't. I can't do it now because I haven't got the uh, ice props. cube. 
Well, hang on. <laughs> is it an IPI ski one? No, it's not. Uh, okay. It's okay. not. Could just pretend. This is, this is well, audio. Okay. So. so this is... We're this in a smoky bar. We're in like a, okay. you know... Okay. Oh, I'm yeah, it is. activating the smoke machine. machine. So Imagine we're on like a... I just want to confirm to listeners again. There really is a smoke <laughs> machine. There really is a smoke machine. So I'm going to pretend I'm Jed. So I stroll okay. over to a girl. That's how I walk as well. Right, and, okay. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell the difference My now. hips I are like, very smoky. Wait for it. So, have Kay. you ever kissed a bunny rabbit between its ears? Mm, and I'm the girl, right? Yeah. No. So then, <laughs> then <laughs> that was a impression of a cat, that wasn't was, it? Yeah. <laughs> a scouse cat. So then, I get my pockets and my trousers and turn them inside out. Uh, oh, that's the elephant. That's the elephant. That's the elephant. Yeah. It's not a bunny, bunny rabbit. rabbit. Right. Okay. Well, no. I think it depends. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've I've never really. No, that's not how. Why I, would you? No, no, Bunny Rabbit really... I'll explain after the recording why Bunny Rabbit doesn't make sense for it that. It doesn't, because... <laughs> what I say, but because it, it's it, just got to have ears. No, no but like it has no. to be the nose bit as well, yeah, right? The, the, the elephant trunk. Should yeah. we discuss this later? Yeah. <laughs> your parents listen to yeah. this show. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. my mum won't understand. Oh, we're going to get your mum on a, on a yes, podcast soon, breaking right? breaking news. My mum has agreed to come on the podcast gonna be great. as a oh, wow. I'm going to ask her a lot of questions, Daniel. No, she so. says not to ask her any questions. How, why, where, when, and what? Like, what happens? She's just going to chip in. <laughs> she's got a good point to make. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, so this this book about hypnosis, it's, it's very creepy, and it's another as another layer to, to Rimmer's kind of overall creepiness. Um, and uh, Rimmer said that it actually works. He managed to pick up a girl with an artificial nose. Um, How did she smell? Awful. His <laughs> <laughs> jokes did fall flat, um, and she ended up escaping through a toilet window. Mm. Awful, awful date. Has that I ever happened to you, Jed? I've, I've Have you done climbed out of a window? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> kind you? of. Have you? Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've escaped sharply. Wow. I, I went on this date with this girl, and she, she was, she was quite nice actually, and she like, she was you into bastard. music. She worked in music actually, and uh, she was going on about bands, she liked similar bands and stuff. And do uh, yeah, do we know this girl? <laughs> I don't okay, think we'll you talk do. About no, yeah, no. I think I know who you think it is, but it's not. Um, and uh, <laughs> I don't know who I think. All right, anyway. okay, that's fine. Um, and uh, so, th- so during the course of the day, it was going well. We did a few things during the day, as in like activities. Okay. And, um, activities, eh? But she would have this little thing that she would do. Like she would say something, and then she would mutter under her breath. I'd be like, "What? What was that?" And she'd be like, "Oh, nothing. Oh, nothing." And she did that so often. She'd be like. I'd be like, oh, do you want to do this? And she'd be like, yeah, yeah, okay, let's do this. And then she'd be like, pss, 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 pss. I'd be like, what you is got that? You freaked out, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. So then I said to her, I said to her, so we were on the train platform. I can't remember where we were going. Probably going to my house, actually. And then um, I said to her, um, can, can I just stop you for a second? What are you saying under your breath? <laughs> it's it's quite, quite annoying. Uh, and I've noticed it the whole day. And it's quite said, annoying. Yeah. And she said, well... Was this I didn't the first date? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And she, and she was coming back to your place? Yeah, she was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she was. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I knew her for ages, though, right? And then <laughs> Did you invite her over to do a podcast as well? <laughs> oh, well, God, God. What have we signed up for? <laughs> These beers aren't free, right? Um, and then uh, she, I, I said, so what, why, what is this thing you might run under your breath? And she went, I'm, I'm glad you asked, Jed. Um, I've got these people who tell me what to do that follow me all around. No. Alarm yeah. no. And she said to me, I was just asking them if I should come home with you. Oh my and God. I was like, oh, okay then. Like pixies or? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I was like, cool, okay. And I was like, uh, 
we I just need to get um some like signal on my phones. Can we just go back upstairs out of the train station? Not not uh, dodgy at all. Yeah, let's just go outside <laughs> a second. Well, basically, I I got upstairs. I held a taxi, put her in a taxi, and gave the taxi driver some money. I was like, can you just take her home? She's like, what? I thought I was coming back to yours. And I was like, I'll see you later. And I've never wow. seen her again. Never saw her again. Never saw her again. That is cold, so Jed. After recording, can you tell us who that was? I, I don't think you know her. <laughs> Does she still work we in the music do. industry? She does stuff with bands. Yeah, she puts on events and stuff. Wow. But okay. um, it's, it's that thing, don't put your in crazy. That, that phrase. <laughs> Might cut what that out. Phrase? <laughs> what is that, um, Yeah, so that didn't go too well. <laughs> <laughs> so you I, had a, yeah. I had a friend of mine and... Uh, this wasn't her, was it? <laughs> no, no, no. I had a friend of mine and she, um, she met this guy in a club and they arranged to meet sort of... Uh, a couple Sexually, of days right. later they were texting each other okay. and um, I think they met in Harrods wow, wow. they met in Harrods strong start and so um, so yeah so <laughs> they met up and he said I'm just going to go upstairs to pick something up and she was like okay I'll wait for you here Okay. 15 minutes past, 20 minutes, half an hour. He never comes back for her. First date? Yeah, first date. I don't understand. He obviously had his beer goggles on yeah, and then exactly. Kate arrived oh, and went, I've, no. made huge, I've made a huge mistake. Yeah. Arrested development style. Yeah. Wow. Really sad. Wow. That's Is she cold. okay? Yes, yeah, fine, she's married now. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, well okay. done. The story yeah. had a happy, happy ending. ending. It did. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But what a, what a douche move. No, but it saved you a lot of heartache. Mate, yeah, but you should just no? sort of You're say something like, you know... Sorry. What do you say though in that situation? Or put up with it. You know, even if you're not attracted to someone, you could go out for a drink and like have a have a fun evening chatting to someone new that you you don't really know. I've been on I've been on like bad dates where like I've I've sat through because they've been friends of friends. So I've just like, you sure you don't want another drink at the bar? Because I want to get one. And they're like, no, I've just got this one. I need a few more drinks just to kind of get through the night. (laughs) And you actually said that. I need. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was um. This isn't the dating podcast, but I could cut this out. Basically, um, my friend said, oh, I've got this girl you, you'll really, really like. Um, she's um, she's a journalist. She's really intelligent. She's into music. Oh, cool. She sounds cool. I'm up with her. Um, and she uh, writes for Heat magazine. Right. So that's not really journalism, is it? No, not really. And like the music she likes was was like was like rubbish basically so i just thought oh no i've got to spend like the next four or five hours with this girl i just got really really drunk until she was a blur and it was great and until she liked blur yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then she still wanted to go on another date with me but i said no but then i saw her about two weeks later is that hot jed no just you know don't waste your time just don't waste your time that is the moral of moral this little of section. This Do not waste your time, yeah, I think people. For, for girls, maybe we're a bit more polite, but men don't waste your time. Men leave really? you in Harrods yeah. and that, that, that's, a, that's a cold, cold move, leaving yeah, someone in, in Harrods. So. That's weird. That's oh. put me well, in you Harrods just as well. put a girl in a cab and told her to bugger off. I paid for her to get home. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, we would have probably fair. Ubered yeah, it now. but fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have we gone off on a tangent? <laughs> I don't think so. Just yeah, bang on Red Dwarf. Okay, so we hear um, about that bad story with with Rimmer, and um, Holly appears just then. And actually, no, we missed the best bit. We find out uh, Rimmer's a great chat up line, and he tries it out on just like Daniela did there. He tries it out, and uh, his chat up line is: uh, say, "Say you're in a bar, and he asks someone um, if they want uh, a cocktail." And they say yes, and then you say to them, "Would you like a worm do?" Um, What's a worm do? <laughs> yeah, and they say, "What's a worm do?" And they wiggle along the ground like that. Yeah, but uh, Lister's Lister's um, kind of miming of what a worm does. It's more like a kind of a snail or a butterfly. He's got like these two fingers. 
kind of scutter like going that, across. I mean, again, no, this it, is not very good for you. Would think he would do that like a worm, but he does that. He does that. I've seen it a million times. I'm like, what is that? That's like a honey badger. <laughs> That's Don't what honey, honey badgers do. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Holly appears, um, and Holly has announced that he's done something right. He's invented something called the Holly Hop Drive, which has the ability to transfer Red Dwarf and anyone in it. Which is amazing. Just, just oh, I've just invented just this. Invented you know? He's got an IQ of six thousand. He has got an IQ. Why of did yeah. it take him this long? He's proved he's got a high IQ in the previous episode. Exactly. So that yeah. Makes sense. Um, and so Lister's like, "What do you mean you can take us back to Earth and right now?" And he's like, "Yeah, of course I can." So um, they go into the drive room and they get they set up the uh, Holly Hop drive and it's basically just a red box with a uh, uh, stop and start on it. Great gag. Great. Yeah. Um, I laughed at that. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> very easily pleased. That is Tom's <laughs> level of humour. That is so <laughs> it's pretty. It's kind of simple. Kind of what Apple are doing, like simplifying things. Yep. Second podcast in a row we've mentioned how great Apple is. Well, I've, I've, I've got something more to say about that later. Oh wow. Okay. Oh. guys stay Stay tuned tuned. (laughs) (laughs) don't Uh, touch that dial (laughs) Um, but yeah so um, they they, um, connect the holly hop drive um, and they use it but um, they basically don't appear on on earth Um, instead they appear next to another red dwarf a copy of red dwarf again imagine how you're feeling if you're Lister this is everything you've wanted like exactly you'd be so happy and I was just like Go on, Listy. I Do want it. this to work out. Yeah, and uh, true enough. Yeah, but as, because we know what Red Wolf is like, on an emotional roller coaster with him. I, Tom Stab really has. Yeah, I find that I kind of the more now that I go back and watch it, I'm now I know what's happening. I'm more kind of paying yes. attention to or thinking about the characters and what they would feel and what yeah, they're doing and stuff like that. The, uh, the earlier series is is a lot more about Lister's constantly trying to get back to Earth. And I yeah. Because I think that's probably a lot more tied in with the original books and everything yeah. as well. Yeah. So that's quite a recurring theme for the first few seasons. And but I if think you think about it, goes it, on it, that's a pretty yeah. selfish move because Cat's not from Earth and... Good point. Rimmer isn't it's from Earth. And also, if Rimmer's they... From Io, Rimmer is dead, though. If, so they do get back, if they do get back to Earth, yeah. does Rimmer then stop existing? Because they, Lister's going to leave the ship... And go back to Earth, I assume. They, they can project his hologram, and but I mean, they wouldn't need to, would they? Well, maybe cause three million years have passed. They they can actually rebuild him, rebuild him to him. Maybe, but like you guys probably don't know this, but um, in season three, you don't realize one of the episodes that they actually get back. They are on Earth, but they don't realize it, and you only realize uh, yeah, it yeah. if you if you've read the books. But somewhere they they go. In season three, they are on actually actually on Earth. Oh, that's like an episode of Sliders that I watch. Wow, I love Sliders. Yeah. Sliders podcast. podcast. Yes. Podcast <laughs> six it's, it's now. Where they've only got like two minutes in this Earth, so they can't or this world, so they don't know if it's they're back home. And they have the to slide. And, and do they, they realise? And they go and they go and test the gate to see if it creaks, and it doesn't creak. So they, they I remember slide that episode. It's then, like season seven or something. You, you see that they've just fixed the gate, and they were back home, and wow. that traumatised me. Oh, I remember so that. Much. Yeah, it was brilliant. Is it bad so that I don't know were... what sliders is? Oh, it's oh, great. Yes. It's, it's it, or do I know? Remind. Sliders is basically um, a couple of teenagers and like an, an older guy and, and, and a black cop basically it was on BBC 2 and they basically slide through different dimensions parallel universes actually yes. where something slightly different isn't from this Earth. quantum leap no no, no. I, I, I have in my head that it kind of started <laughs> after quantum leap finished yeah it was yeah. after Around quantum leap so yeah so is it British then Never no it's American okay. it's American anyway. and it, it's, it's great if you want to catch up on it it's, it's, it's on Netflix it's got Sean Austin 
No. No. And Carrie Wurr is the girl in it in the latest episodes. And, um, one Jerry, of the hottest girls in the world. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell from Stand yes. By Me, yeah. Yes. There he is. There he is, yeah. I don't Amazing. remember this. Great oh, show. Sliders is a great show. Let, let's Brilliant. have more of Tom Googling pictures on the podcast. Quantum Leap podcast? Podcast 7. Let's do podcast that. Podcast yeah. okay. <laughs> we're going to be busy. Yeah, it's going to be a busy night. Uh, few uh, multiple nights um okay so uh <laughs> so yeah so they've appeared next to an exact copy of red dwarf but um holly lets them know this is a parallel universe something might be slightly changed maybe um their copies on that red dwarf maybe may slightly different who knows so um the, yeah go for would it the parallel universe red dwarf be should it not be blue you think so, but you, you don't know exactly at the moment what's changed because it could, it could be a different colour and it could be smaller. So it could be a what could it be if it was a different <laughs> colour and it's smaller than uh, a blue midget, which is a spaceship. <laughs> oh, that, that is now the running theme of the podcast. <laughs> Someone on the Red Dwarf forums posted a picture of a blue midget. Know, did did you see that? I yeah, did. yeah. Thanks for whoever put that. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> One of Danielle lost, lost track of all of her fans now. It's <laughs> she doesn't care. Harry's still there so though. Uh, uh, Harry won't in, give up. In this on last you. week, um, have you kind of come to accept Harry's poem as a? What was your boyfriend? I, lo- said? I, lo- I loved Harry's poem. Um, well, my boyfriend doesn't write poetry for me, so he, he was come quite on, Harry. Yeah. You need to, Harry. Send some more stuff quickly. Get the momentum <laughs> built up. Uh, and again, if if anybody's got any poetry for me or for Tom, then yeah, for then the two Toms, then Tom Dark and Tom Stab. Around loads of stuff. Anyway. Stab runs no, no, the crab. <laughs> Dark <laughs> runs with Park. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're two or three. The opportunities are endless. <laughs> but just don't. And Shepherd <laughs> rhymes with Smegged. Yeah. Gives you no. kind of Shepherd, Shepherd, mm. Leopard, Leopard. That's good. That's the only thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> back onto format. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so they w- they go and check out this uh, this spaceship, and they get onto bl- onto Blue Midget, as uh, uh, Tom Dark said, um, and uh, Rim and Lister get there and they have female equivalents on board um so and they they kind of like the roughly the same level of hotness wouldn't you say so the rimmer one is kind of average mm. um and the lister one is kind of average as well yeah. kind of average yeah. looking actually i thought hang on i thought daniela has a bit of a thing for rimmer so surely average is not quite right what do no, you what do you think no. of the female equivalent being a being um, a female you're like a female equivalent of, of rimmer being a female yeah. being, being, a, female, <laughs> yeah. being a girl <laughs> Earlier on, Danielle was like, I'm not watching that film, Suffragettes. It looks boring. It's not my kind of film. <laughs> it's not. It does look boring. Um, so I, I thought the female Rima was probably below average, actually. It's but wouldn't you say... Cuss. So you would say Chris Barry should have got a slightly hotter... Yeah, because yeah. she fancies Chris Barry. That's I what you're saying. Well, yeah. no, but I don't know. But yeah, but she, she was... I think they've exaggerated um, the... The bad traits in each of those characters yeah. into the female the characters. Yeah, because well, we'll come onto it in a bit. Can we talk about Holly and Hilly for a second? I'm gonna, yeah, but just before that, okay. There's female versions of the Scutters as well, and they're pink. Yes. Yeah. Which is awesome. kind of cool. I love the Scutters. I, I want to edit together all of the things of the Scutters <laughs> just yes, into one, please one do series because oh, they're oh, brilliant. Amazing. They, they have their wonderful. own. They have their own thing going on behind they the scenes. Have a spin-off sitcom or something. I can't like believe that. Scutters is in a TV show already. Scutters. 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 It's Holly and Hilly. Yeah. Yes. So, so Holly's equivalent. So, yeah, I've got a question about this. Okay. This confused me. So, as soon as Hilly came on, I recognised her as Holly from the next series. Yeah. Yep. 
So how can she be Holly in the next series if she's the equivalent on this ship? She's no. the parallel on the ship. Because Holly's a computer and you can have whatever face you want. It's like Siri, you can change the voice to to something else if you wanted to. It's all like your, G, like your GPS. And, well, interesting, that brings me on to the, the Apple-based point. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Saying it a bit like Siri. There, I- there is a point in this episode, um, which I think is is when they're on the female-based Red Dwarf, the, the yeah. alternative universe Red Dwarf, waiting for, get, for it to get repaired. And I can't remember whether it's Lister or Rimmer, but they have a watch. They're a, a yeah, they're the smart watch. Yeah. So basically, that was the first Apple watch. It was. It was. I yeah, 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 yeah. Come, come on that display. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. But it, it wouldn't have been the first Apple watch, would it? Because it's set in the future. So it would have been. Oh, an that's true. <laughs> so it was. Okay. The first it would have been like Apple Watch fir- four hundred. S. S. <laughs> the, the first time an Apple Watch was seen on TV. Yes. And it, it, it's Basically spookily light. It looks like a, yeah. an Apple Watch. Yeah. But they're not walking around with any kind of tablet in any episodes, are they? So obviously that technology no, became VHS, null and void. But triangular VHS. They have both. They have normal shaped VHS and they have triangular VHS and they have CDs as well, which, yeah, which is but, kind um, of weird. So why did they take... Hillies. Th- I'm sure. I'm image. sure. I read there, yeah. there is a reason, and isn't there? That, that that kind of Holly decides to switch his appearance or yeah. Something well, actually, I think because he was so besotted with Hilly or something. Weird yeah. In the uh, first episode of season three, I'm sure um, this is available on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, in the next next episode, which is the, is the open of season three backwards, there's a big scroll at the start, the Star Wars style, that yeah. tells you that um, because Holly was so hooked on on Hilly. He basically changed his likeness to look like her. Which okay, is so there, I remember kind of, okay. yes. kind of right. weird. And um, the actress that plays uh, Hattie Hilly, Hattie, uh, she, just a random coincidence, she pops up in the trailer for Superbob. Have you seen Superbob yet? No, I haven't. Have you seen the trailer for Superbob No, Bob what's yet? Superbob? Superbob is a uh, film that's coming out which is based on a British superhero who I believe is from Peckham. Oh, I have seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She pops up in the trailer for that. It, it looks alright, which is an odd coincidence. Peckham is great. Is have no. you have you been to Four Quarters in Peckham? Peckham is not the great. arcade it's bar. It's near where great. I live, no. but I've never. What's is that where the where the railway is and where there's all those restaurants? Yeah, so and it's, bars it's and on, stuff. The, on the high street. It's Super so. interesting for people who don't live in London. Yeah, yeah. Peckham, Peckham's <laughs> awesome. It, it's not awesome. I can uh, go to Four Quarters bar. They're really nice. Divided opinions on Peckham here. <laughs> um, but we've got. If, if if you like Peckham, then please uh, tweet Daniela because she's the one who says <laughs> she's she not. Like she's not keen. That Daniela, you're looking sad now. What what's happened? I. I just really don't like Peckham. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you a fan of Only Fields and Horses? No. It's just, just the location. If it was set anywhere else... Should we well, do well, my boyfriend used to uh, live in Peckham and yeah. I used to That's make him come and meet me at the train station to walk to his house because I was scared, too scared to, to walk through there on my That's own. Kind it's of the hot place to buy in London enough. now. So yeah, actually, I, can, I can't afford to live there now. So it's still the biggest crime area in London, Peckham. I'm glad I don't Which gives it a bit, bit of an edge. But the arcade bar there is A bit amazing. of an edge. Are you going to survive the night? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Wow, someone really does not like Peckham. <laughs> wow. Daniel's really showing her true colours now about Peckham. Wow. Don't sit on the fence, Daniel. Um, okay, so... <laughs> One last thing about Peckham. Okay. Um, she won't let it go. Wow. My, my House prizes are plummeting. <laughs> my boyfriend went into, um, I don't know if it was a fish and chip shop or a kebab shop. Um, one time it's probably there. a chicken shop in Peckham chicken shop probably yeah. and there was a on the notice board there was a post there was posters of missing children yeah. up there in the in the chicken yeah. shop and the thing is they, they mean it was the responsibility of the chicken shop well the thing is they probably went missing in that shop <laughs> like as well mystery meat it's <laughs> 
<laughs> Your order's up. <laughs> oh, I think I'll pass. It's chewy. <laughs> Burger sauce. Right. Okay. So we've got um, we we meet and the that was a tongue. <laughs> yeah, we meet the female equivalent of uh, of Holly too. So um, yeah, and um, obviously quite flirty, like um, Holly and and Hilly, because Holly hasn't come across anyone that's a bit um, a female version of him before. So um, he thinks he's in there. And I think I think he's right. Yeah. Later on, it's kind of revealed that they kind sparks of get fly. together. Yeah, digital sparks. Um, and uh, so yeah, uh, we uh, see Cat appear, and Cat's like, All "Right, you've got a female equivalent. You've got a female equivalent. You've got a female equivalent. Where's mine?" And like, "Oh yeah, it's, it's over there. Go go find them." Um, so Cat goes wandering through the corridors, and uh, he comes across. His equivalent and and Tom Dark. What have you got? What we got well, to say? I was, was going to say I have a I have a fact here. Go on, go for um, it. Which I definitely haven't just found off the internet. Okay. <laughs> extensive research. Right. So what you're saying about cat looking okay. at the equivalent? Yeah. So the line he says is Lister, female opposite. Mm-hmm. Rimmer, female opposite. Female opposite. Where's mine? Yeah. That is apparently according to the internet. I read this. Yeah. yeah that is one of only three times Cat ever says the name Lister on the show. Yeah. Oh. Every other wow. time he refers to him, he calls Lister Buddy, Dormouse Street, yeah. Dormouse Cheeks, or just wow. says Hey yeah. You, or something like that. That's, good fact. That's crazy, that is isn't a good it? Fact. Thanks to the internet for yeah. that fact. Have but we, it would have been better if he'd never said Lister. Yeah, well, exactly. that's, that's like fact of the Did century. That, yeah, so I think that, yeah. I, I think, yeah, considering only three times over so many series, yeah, it's yeah. a shame that that, yeah. Wow. Have we gone past the bit where they talk about. The opposites in history, like oh no no that's coming up. That's coming up. Uh, right, yeah. yeah, but first of all, so the so cat sees his equivalent, and um, it's not a female cat, unfortunately. Um, though in the actual video for Tongue Tied, the real video that was released, there there is a female cat in that. There's very very sexy female cat. Sexy yeah. female cats in there. Why, sexy Felis sapiens. Why was the dog from the southern states of America? It seems a, a bit guess, of an odd choice. Well, I guess I really cats from the northern. Yeah, part I, I of think America. they're kind of just drawing that. There's almost kind of a Polar almost like yeah. There's almost like a kind of like a mods and rockers type thing between the two. Yeah, the way, in the, yeah. The way they're characterised. Yeah. So because the dog is like I like you know, that. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoy that fact because I reckon when that. when this would have come out in the late eighties, there would have been like a bit of a glam rock versus sort yeah. of. Yeah, uh, I mean, or, mo- yeah. or no, uh, well, that was te- well, late seventies, early. But yeah, it's almost a bit of a teddy boy in his styling. Yep, he's what, a bit more flamboyant than a teddy boy. Quite the right terminology, but okay, the dog is a bit of a rocker. He's yeah, a bit, he's a bit of a rocker. Grunger. You can see him down the crowbar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we see him dancing crowbar style a bit later on. But you do, yeah, um, in the club. <laughs> I, was, I was so upset for Cat. You know, he was so dis- you know such a disappointment for him. I yeah. felt really sorry well, he for him. He wouldn't really know what to do, would he? Really? No. But, you know, it would have been nice I know, it would have been quite cool. Um, But the thing is, this is, I only noticed this this time around, and I'll watch this again today. So when Cat discovers that it's a dog, he actually looks to camera, like Ferris Bueller, and he says to camera, I better make myself look big here. Mm. And it's the only time in Red Dwarf that someone addresses the camera, like he's talking to the audience. Breaks the fourth wall. And like, I was like, no, that can't be right. And I rewound in. It's like, yeah, he does it. It he is quite sh- weird, actually, because that is the only time it... Yeah. yeah. And also, if they were opposites, like Lister's opposite is obviously female, but the same as him. Mm-hmm. Rimmer's 
opposite yeah. is female, but the same as him. Why yeah. is? I think what we've d- what's happened there is we found a flaw in the right. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think it's a flaw. Why is it not so a vein? Because was it not like a poodle? I think um, the fact. <laughs> <laughs> I think the fact cat is cat that put this into our mind. That's the opposites, yes. but it's not opposite. It's just a parallel universe where one thing's different or one chain of things led to something being different. It's uh, not okay, opposites. Yeah. Really. Yeah, that makes sense. Male, male, because, because the switch might be male female with yeah. humans. Yeah, it's. The That's dog, fair. Yeah. The dog humanoid, cat humanoid. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Done. Next. <laughs> Still should have been a poodle. <laughs> it should have been a poodle. Um, so uh, Lister appears and tells Cat that they are going to go to the disco because it's going to take about 17 hours to uh, fix the holly hop drive. Um, so uh, we get an instrumental version of Tongue Tied playing in the disco. Yes. Yeah. Which is kind of awesome. Um, would you Would you dance in a, in a disco to, to Tongue Tied? Absolutely. Absolutely. This is just a great song. You guys like run a club night, right? Are you, are you going to uh, play Tongue Tied? Oh, possibly, maybe, but maybe possibly early, early when, yeah, because I think it's quite a niche. Yeah. It's niche, so I reckon you should do it in the Bristol unless one. Unless if we... <laughs> <laughs> they dance ironically. No <laughs> Apologies if you live in Bristol for yes, that. Jed said um, that. Well, Jed, maybe you should set up a Red Dwarf Club night. And there you go. Well, when, when, oh, when we my do, goodness. We're going to do, do Smegheads live, yeah. right? Um, we're we, gonna there you go. We can DJ that. <laughs> yeah. These are very reasonable. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we'll do some I'm going to do it like for a Christmas special episode, and we'll we'll get some people. Was there on. ever a Christmas episode of Red Dwarf? No, but we'll have to make it a Christmassy one. Um, Why was there not wet tinsel? That's a shame. No, they've done they've done like um, comic relief things and different charity things before. And obviously Red Dwarf night, but nothing mm. kind of Christmassy. There's not even been a Christmas type episode, has there? No, that's what I was saying. Can you think really, they? I feel like there should have been because, like, nearly every other sitcom always has a Christmas special. Especially if it's popular, yeah. 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 And Black Adder was getting like Christmas specials. Strange that they didn't acknowledge it. Yeah, Red Dwarf was a popular show. Still, was there? Would you? Did they still have? Do they still have a calendar and dates and stuff on Red Dwarf? I guess so. Would they know what day Christmas was? Would they well, know what? Rumor knows when his birthday is and stuff, and and Rumor obviously knows when his death day is because that was celebrated yeah. a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> Uh, but again, back to back to the anyway. Episode. The, the answer being <laughs> yes is a banger. Definitely play it. There are also some really great remixes. Yes, there is. Uh, yeah. Well, we should talk more about Tongue Tied later. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we will talk about it later. Um, and yeah, so we get the instrumental version in this club, and this club is it's like Awful. a normal Red Dwarf. Yeah, <laughs> because it's empty. It's, it's somewhat like our club night. <laughs> <laughs> At about ten o'clock. It's busier. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got you've got Lister on the dance floor doing a synchronized kind of weird flailing dance move with his female equivalent. You've got. Uh, Rimmer in the corner with his female equivalent and they're kind of having a very awkward conversation even though they think it's not awkward um, and then you've got Cat kind of standing there talking to the dog and uh, the dog's like shall we dance and then Cat Cat is a dancer but all he really does is just like jumps and hangs onto the onto the disco ball and spins with the around. ridiculous sped up effect that just yeah that's really an odd rubbish. choice I think exactly yeah. I, don't, I don't know if the 80s audience were, were more impressed but they were like Whoa! And why is one of the dance moves just hanging onto a glitter ball mm. and swinging round? <laughs> Maybe because, as discussed, we know he's actually a really good dancer. Good dancer. Maybe yeah. he kind of like shot about to shot his load. But you know, <laughs> he, he 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 spent his energy <laughs> on. <laughs> sorry, then this one. He spent all of his energy <laughs> yeah. on the tongue-tied bit. 
Yeah. Um, so, but they then probably didn't shoot the whole thing. You know, they don't shoot TV shows in order. Bit oh, of, that's bit a bit of TV yeah. magic ruined for everybody wow. there. Oh, <laughs> that's an insight that really. <laughs> it's not a documentary. No, they don't do it all in one day like that. So yeah, we we see them in the disco doing their dance moves, and it's it, like awkward date night. Yeah, really it's very between this, between the two rimmers. It's 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 very awkward, but they seem to think that they're getting on like a house on fire. But the problem is, female rimmer is coming on real strong to our so, Arnold J Rimmer. Uh, yeah, so um, Rimmer is having a well of a time um, trying to deflect the uh, advances of uh, I, female Rimmer. I have a point about this. Okay, so th- I can't recall a moment where. Male Lister is as sexually aggressive. Male Rimmer. Uh, sorry, Male Rimmer yeah. is as sexually aggressive as female Rimmer no. is in this situation because there is tantamount to a sexual assault going on in this club. <laughs> yeah. She's, she will she's not take really no rude. She's really full on. And if a man was doing that, that would be. You couldn't do that in, the, yeah. in, in, in a comedy, I don't yeah. think. Again, and the that, BBC and in the 80s. And <laughs> this is one of the points I want to make yeah. is the fact that all the females are incredibly sexist and it's done for comedic value, but if the men. Yeah. Yeah. did it mm-hmm. and behave like that way they never do anything they really aren't as like bad that. are they yeah. then there would be uproar yeah exactly but I, I guess this is we, we did, the whole of their society has been um, which we find out in the, in the next scene in a minute has been led by women so who, who knows that if, if women kind of did all the things that men had done in the past maybe it would lead them to be a bit more kind of overly but they're not sexual. as sexual yeah but they're they're Male counterparts are Lister and Rimmer are nowhere near no. as bad no, as you're the right. female counterparts, and I just it. I guess it, like but you said, again, it was done for comedic yeah. effect, like it to make it strange. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is very overthought, but yeah, it was for comedic effect, I guess. But it was it's kind of scary. And but Rimmer watching it back scared. now, I'm watching it thinking that's a <laughs> bit off. That's not yeah, that's not, not cool. Okay. It's strong. <laughs> and but I, I guess it, is it the same thing that they're not supposed to be direct opposites in the way that. The cat and the dog yeah. and the male, the male female thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so maybe, maybe the female version of Rimmer has, has got lucky more times. But actually, she goes. Yeah, the same she's thing. very confident, isn't she? Very confident. Whereas but I don't think Rimmer's ever no confident. I don't think so. Except for in that in, in that Crichton episode where he he gets dressed up like an admiral and uh, and he's it's only when he's um uh what's it Ace Rimmer when he's, yeah <laughs> he's true, super confident. Yeah. It's almost, almost like a female. Would there ever that. be a Ace Arlene? Is it Arlene <laughs> Rimmer? Oh, it, it is Arlene, yeah, Arlene Rimmer. Arlene Rimmer. Arlene, Arlene, Arlene and Deb Lister. Deb Lister, right, yes. <laughs> Deb Lister. That's crazy. But yeah, the, the, these two female equivalents are kind of rotten. I mean, I quite like the dog. It seems like quite a nice guy. The dog version of he cat. just he's just a bit he's just a bit harmless, a bit isn't he? Really, it's a bit yeah. dense. But yeah, he's not like a sexual predator, though. No, no, like fair play. Yeah, in the BBC, that's that's pretty good. He, for does, he does want to, he does want to sniff cat's butt. But that's just a natural thing that dogs do. Yeah. yeah, and cat's like, you want to sniff my what? <laughs> that, that was accurate. Do, Danny John Jules came do in. Just to dogs do dogs sniff yeah. cat's bums, or do they only sniff other dogs' bums? Good question. Asking point. the tough the questions, questions. <laughs> but, but that dog has probably not seen too many, too many. And also, wouldn't a dog creatures? just go absolutely bonkers and just chase after cat? Again, he ha- he's had no real. But it's like that primal in instinct. Yeah, yeah. It's but nature also, nurture. Yeah, but also, you know, he's not a dog. He's a dog humanoid. That's true. So maybe the, the violence has been brought out because yeah. it seems quite tame for for a dog. Um, but yeah, we, we see and we see the dog doing his dance where he's basically head banging in the middle of a. Uh, the club um, last resort style um, and he gives a howl at the end as well which is which is great um, and 
yeah, we see uh, the next day and we see what happens. Also, they yeah. drink a lot of beer, don't they? they and where oh, is that yeah. beer coming from? And wouldn't that have gone off? Well, they, they it's, again, over it's three been, million years, it could have been put into stasis. <laughs> Um, Do they put beer into stasis? <laughs> yeah. All the important well, yeah. stasis. Well, maybe because like Holly, Holly probably knew they would be there for for, for three million years, so he probably secure s- the beer. Yeah, he's probably saved the food because I know they've seen in the previous episode they've got food for thirty thousand years. Um, so Holly's not, obviously not three million though. Yeah, no, it's no. not. No, but um, it's, they've got food. Oh, the amount they're drinking, they'd yeah, get pretty quick, wouldn't they? Yeah, but they, um, in pr- in the f- future episode, they run out. They do start running out of things. So they have to go get it, like curry and stuff. Um, yeah, so we uh, see the um, the two listers playing the drinking game as well, and uh, uh, Lister tries to cheat. He tries to cheat. So uh, female Rimmer spits in his face <laughs> again. Oh, again, Gross. if it was what the other way round, can you imagine <laughs> male yeah. Lister spitting in a woman's face? It'd be, uh, un- it'd be like point dear points of view. <laughs> I love yes. points yes, of view. Is this the long? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I great. love points of view. Uh, What's your favourite episode of points of view? Oh, oh. all of them. <laughs> my <laughs> one was. The hosts it now. Does he really? That's wow. Oh, no, I do know what my favourite episode of points of view is. He's uh, got very excited. The complaints about Terry Wogan and oh, his <laughs> crotchal area. <laughs> Have you seen this? What? No. Please tell me you've seen this. No. There's an episode of points of view where. Uncle Terry. Google this. <laughs> Terry Wogan crotch. Is uh, <laughs> sitting down. Safe home. search <laughs> on. <laughs> Don't do this on your work computer. But I'm just looking uh, at uh, Tom, I mean, people Tom's at phone. There's a lot of Justin Bieber people tabs at, open. People at home, please, if, you're if you know who this, Terry Wogan is. If, yeah, if you're listening to this, have a little Google. Talk amongst yourselves. Terry yourself Wogan crotch. Maybe points, maybe of, points of view sure. if too many results. Come I up. think I heard about this. I don't think I saw. I mean, what was the complaint? Imagine if you're right. You so you're seeing at home. You're too much you're on show. Oh, yeah, okay. he, um, you could see the, an outline or something. Very Justin Bieber esque. Uh, you know why it was the elephant trick, not the rabbit trick? Yeah, because yeah. of that. Whoa. Can I see that picture? <laughs> Holy gamoli! I mean. Good for Mrs. Wogan. <laughs> what is good? <laughs> wow. Ding dong. Hey, wow. So that was, yeah, that is a that is a great episode. Well, thanks for Jed, Jed, you have to put that picture up on the I will website. do. Yes, like please the, do. Why didn't the cameraman just like crop that short a little bit better? For, for people who, who for people who listen to this who don't know who Terry Wogan is, he is an Irish radio and TV wow. presenter. Maybe to give everyone a treat. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, my favourite episode. <laughs> good for Sir Terry. <laughs> my favourite episode of Points of View. Um, this is the Points of View podcast. Is the Ghost <laughs> is the Ghost Watch one from like ninety oh. two. Oh, we went to see that live. Did I go with you? Yeah. Pipe. Oh, I knew. I remember. Oh, God. <laughs> still terrifying thanks, to this day. Um, yeah, so we see the next day and the, uh, the crew uh, discover that the two listers have woken up in the same bed. Did you think that they'd bonked? Yeah, because they kind of try to record it and they're like, we did this and I did that. And oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? And she, I, a bit weird. See, I'm, uh, I never, until they obviously say that they, they admitted that they did. When he pulls back the sheet, she's still got her boots on. They they both have take the boots off. Take the boots off. Yeah, and like I think the kinkiest thing is they they did it in Rimmer's bed. <laughs> also, yeah, yeah. that's he had his own bed. Also, I, I do just have a general issue with it because it is in effect it is like Lister has kind of made love to himself. It's a bit weird. He yeah, yeah but then the Rimmer comes by the show got a why break a habit of a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is, which is a very good guy. Yeah. He is yeah. he is the last human, yeah. and yeah, apart from a scutter, there's not really yeah. <laughs> I think Woody Allen says it. Woody Allen says like. Sex with someone you love. Sex with someone yeah. you love. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Is that from Annie Hall? No. It's either from Annie Hall or Manhattan, right. possibly. Yeah. Oh, I watched Annie Hall for the first time the other day. It's one of the best films ever. Did Did you like it? No. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Really? Yeah. Wow! Yeah. 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 Yeah
It's amazing. I've never mm. seen it. I'm not a fan. It's unbelievably it's good. Yeah. He's, it's um, for a comedy. Yeah. It's not very funny. Oh man, it's so funny. Yeah. But I mean, it, sorry. I haven't seen it either. Yeah. But he, it's he, on Netflix. He, he and other streaming services. He breaks the fourth wall a lot in that as well. He does, he? which yeah. are the best bits. So essentially, the two listers have slept with each other, and uh, there's two rimmers walking um, as well as Cat, and um, they're like, "Oh, Ooh, listy. what's happened? Yeah, oh, listy." And then listy. the female rimmer again, an absolute, the biggest smeghead, smeghead of all time. It's like, oh, you absolute slag. I hope you get pregnant. Where was she? was like trying it on all night. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bit hard. Again, if it was the other way around, it'd be like, dear points of view, get this show off the air because it's disgraceful. Yeah. She's terrible. She is the worst. She is the worst. (laughs) (laughs) But I quite like the character, the character arc there. It's kind of like, she's in denial about what she was like when she was drunk in the the bar. Yeah. Now she's like, which is very much like, the Arnold Rimmer that we know, it's like he would be in denial about behaving like that and yeah. just trying out a very straight, straight lace. Yeah. Yep. It's um, oh, it's crazy. And like, it, I mean, it still shocks me to this day just how mean that version of Rimmer is. And I don't know if, um, I mean, Danielle, again, I'll come to you because you're a girl. Yeah. Would you, what would be yours, if you saw, if you were in that situation, how, how would you, if you walked in and you saw, say, me and, 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 and the female version of me. Yeah. Who would bed. play the female version Good of you? I'd, I'd imagine. feel really uncomfortable so really and I'd probably leave the room. Yeah. Because it would be too sexy. I understand. <laughs> uh, well, that, that's not the word I was thinking of. But. No, but I just think it's a little bit harsh. So, so like, the female... A bit inappropriate. In a, a tiny bunk. In a tiny bunk. With your boots on. With your boots on, yeah. It's a bit intimate. I don't think I'd want to intrude. But, like... so re- Yeah, even if it was someone that you knew was someone of the actual opposite sex and a completely different person you'd be yeah. a little bit uncomfortable walking in and just going I hope you get pregnant yeah <laughs> I hope you get you pregnant you little tart and uh, obviously like they reiterate it or she reiterates it until it kind of sinks home and, and Lister's like what do you mean like uh, girls can get girls get pregnant and uh, then a f- uh, male rimmer normal rimmer says uh, oh Listy and it turns out in this uh, uh, scenario, in this universe, the laws of physics are kind of like reversed. So Arlister can get pregnant. And this is when good old Holly appears with, with kiss marks on his cheeks. And he uh, says, he, he confirms the fact that, yeah, you can get pregnant. But he also brings up the fact that, remember guys, in Parallel Universe, when uh, the uh, we they saw that, sorry, in Future Echoes, where they saw yeah. Lister t- turn up with, uh, with the two babies at the end of the episode. Yes. So this is a callback to that. And uh, although in that episode he was wearing scrubs, so he looked like he'd just been in the delivery room rather than yeah, but that that could still happen, couldn't he it? He could still wear yeah, scrubs. Yeah, that is still possible. Did the film Junior rip off this plot? <laughs> Good <laughs> point. It, there is, it's, I reckon Arnold Schwarzenegger saw this saw episode Edward, yeah. and was like, "Because Star Trek ripped this. off Star, an episode of Star Trek ripped off." Thanks for the memory. Um, and yeah, it could be actually. I think Red Dwarf was quite influential. I'm going to say it did. I think it did as well. Yeah, fact. Um, and no, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> fact. So uh, the Holly says they have to leave uh, very soon because he's just fixed the Holly Hop Drive. If they miss their window, they'll be stuck there forever. So this is like, oh well, he'll, the 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 mother of his son is going to uh, not have a uh, not be there. So, but they have to get back. So they go to. Um, back to their red dwarf and blue midget and they go to the medical bay and they take a pregnancy test and 
the thing is about this pregnancy test, this is in the future, right? Um, pregnancy tests right now take a couple of minutes. You, you just put a little bit of urine on a... Speak like you've um, had some experience in this gym. I've been in the vicinity of people oh, doing really? pregnancy tests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Danielle, I don't know if you've ever been in this I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> no. But like, it doesn't... <laughs> It doesn't take that long, but it, it seems that like you've got like a massive setup with like vials going off and things swirling around. What? A big chemistry set. You Did really haven't been in the vicinity, have you? No. <laughs> in this in this episode, right? They have like loads of like vials going on and swirling pink liquid and stuff, and um, now it's just like digital, obviously. And um, what, you digital. There's an app for that. No, there's digital. Um, you basically on on the reader. You just get the the lady to. Um, pay on, on the on the thing yeah, and then the digital thing comes up. I watch adverts. It's on adverts as well, late night adverts. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. Can you reckon? And um yeah, so it takes a while. I guess obviously it's for a comedic effect. Again it takes a while. But then they're like, oh and it's it's a it's, uh, it's blue for a for a for, for positive and this is like yeah. And then basically it turns out that he's pregnant and uh Rimmer says I'm gonna be an uncle. When I first watched this oh for years when I watched this episode, um I watched it on VHS that had been recorded off the telly. <laughs> and whenever it got to that bit at the end in the tape that I had, someone had recorded over the last second. Oh, no. And it had recorded, this is no joke, this is absolutely true, had recorded, I think, probably something like Country File or something like that. <laughs> so what I never knew what Ri- I never knew what Rimmer finished saying or Gardener's World or something oh, like that. Wow. So what actually happened was, in my head, it would go listy or, or we go I'm going to be a, and then it would cut and then the next programme so all I heard was it's going I'm going to be an August like because it would cut <laughs> into the next show it's and it would cut to though. a picture of a flower so I never oh I'm, but that's like a new bloom spring yeah. baby I'm, that's kind of a beautiful I never knew what wow. what so this, whoever what Rimmer said so wow until Someone I watched really it the other day although I probably worked it out Wow, yeah. So I've got a question. Okay. Without giving too much away. Where, where babies the, come from. No, okay. I, I know that one. Um, <laughs> so is this resolved in the next series? Because you've mentioned sometimes that they, they well, don't resolve things and they just completely yeah. well, they cut At the start of the next episode, there's a massive long scroll of um, basically filling the gaps between season two and season okay. three. Star Wars-esque. It's very Star Wars-esque. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's quite sloppy how they fill in the gaps because there was meant to be, the first episode of season three was meant to be called Dad. And it was about what he does with, with these kids. Okay. I didn't know this. Yeah. So they, um, but they scrapped it because they thought it wasn't. You should read Wikipedia more. They didn't think it was a funny episode. And uh, so they basically started with, with backwards which is a, a, an, an amazing, amazing episode, episode. Yeah. one of my favourites and Nick's going to be doing that um, and worry. yeah I've, I've for more than one reason <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah know. he works for Empire like yeah that's really true <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah so we've, we've got um, we've got a bit of a, di- a cliffhanger at the end of season 2 because we don't know what happens we're actually like in, in all reality we still don't know what happens like because we never see in the future rec- in the future episodes him going back and delivering the babies and, the, and then appearing to um, them from episode 2 from future echoes so it was kind of weird um, well I, I did think the way this episode ends mm-hmm. like you don't know like Rimmer could be joking like he That's true, like yeah. Like I did think that for a while as well, yeah. However, yeah, it you does know. get answered yeah. at the beginning of the text. See, I, the I thought it might be something like the show with the show when they did the chef's exam and he's like, yeah. Oh, he tricked you, yeah. yeah exactly, he, I thought it was going to be like so, that, yeah. getting his own back. 
Wow, yeah, I didn't realise that. Yeah, that's that's quite insightful, Daniel. It could have been, could have been a trick based on I that. My getting him back, yeah. So that's the end of the episode. Again, it kind of ends. Uh, um, I'll ask a quick suddenly, question. But yeah, when you know when they first meet and they're in the quarters and they're talking about all the people throughout history, Nelly. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, we missed all that. Yeah, Wilma, yeah. Wilma Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, by accident. <laughs> so does that mean we're to think that Macbeth was actually called Lady Macbeth? Or oh, wow, yeah. and Lady Macbeth was a man, but is like called Mister Macbeth, in and is actually no, the. Hit. It would just so be straight swap. So Lady, swap, Mac- yeah. so it'd be like Lady Macbeth would be the main character. So and the play is called Lady Macbeth, not Macbeth. The play is called Lady Macbeth, yeah. not Macbeth. Yeah, and then Mrs. in Hamlet, then maybe Hamlet is called, Miss, called Lady Hamlet. Mrs. Hamlet, no, maybe it's yeah. just called Hamlet, but and or Macbeth, but it is about Lady Macbeth. Yeah, yeah, because it would be, wouldn't it? Because they're yeah. they're the dominant sex, so to speak. And what other ones would there be as our Shakespeare so expert? Queen Lear. Queen Lear. Very good. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and uh, Henrietta. Ju- Julia Caesar. She Hamlet. Very good. What are the Henry ones? Henrietta. Henrietta, <laughs> like the, the third and the fourth. Yeah, uh, Rachel the third. Rachel That's the third. Right. And there is taming uh, a, uh, a midwinter's night day. So which character? Juliet and Romeo. What, I don't know. I haven't thought this through. <laughs> what character would Bottom actually be called in this world? Front, front <laughs> Bottom. Front Bottom. That's great. Much to do about something. Much to do about something. Everything. It'd be much a, a, a lot of ado about everything. Much to do about Hollyoaks. About Hollyoaks. That's the female version. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, we've almost come to the end, but we've got. Um, are you going to do uh, Tom Dark? Going oh, well, to we, we well actually now. Yeah, now is the bit where we get to the real podcast gold. Okay, cool. This this is the stuff that you need to like say. This is the stuff you won't get well, on okay. any other Red Dwarf podcast. You will not get this anywhere else. <laughs> this what sets some some of this you won't. This is where you've got a limited amount of expertise that Tom and I can bring. Okay, yes, but I think before. Tom Stab has some amazing facts about tongue tied that we're going to share. Wow! Actually, we probably should have trailed at the start of the podcast. Okay. Because <laughs> some of this, some of this is really good. Okay. Um, but I can always you are building it up quite a lot what? here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, right. Love your expectations. We'll see. We'll but see. You what? Will not okay. get this and just in case you don't know, um, Tom Duck and Tom Stab they work for record labels, so they've got insight on music. Yes. Kind of. Which is yeah. which is how kind we've of. got this information. Because oh wow! I've used your connections. Yeah. So. Well, not really. We've used our logins for certain platforms it, it, that we can but access. It, it, but what I want, what wow. I want to do before we get to that, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put Jed Shepard to the test. Okay, oh, we're gonna do that okay. first, so are we? Okay. Can I just say really quickly, yeah. Tom Stab has a Carly Rae Jepsen ring on. Oh right no, now. I've dropped it. A Carly Rae Jepsen mood ring. I've got a Carly Rae Jepsen Jepsen ring, and I've got a Taylor Swift T-shirt on. I, I love your Taylor Swift T-shirt. <laughs> it's pretty I cool. One. I do like it. I'm so I wanted to, but I Tom Dark has a really good Taylor Swift T-shirt as well that he hasn't got on today. This is a shame. Taylor Swift tour T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there. Someone gave it to me. Oh. Um, okay, so, what, so okay, what's, so what's happening? Right, so, okay, this is what we're going to do. So, the actress that played Deb Lister yep. is an actress called Angela Bruce. Yeah. And I was re-watching this episode okay. last week, and I thought to myself, you know what? She looks really familiar. I feel yeah. like I've seen her on in other shows. Okay. So, I took myself to IMDb. Again, love my internet research. Never okay. fails. Right. And... I'm going to hold this very far away so you can't okay. see, but look, okay. this, this is a list of shows she's been in. You, okay. Jed, you can see it. That's a whole sheet of A4 paper there. That's a lot of, a lot of okay, TV cool. shows. And basically, from her first TV appearance in 1973 up to wow. 2015, okay. she has been in pretty much every kind of long-running yeah. 
kind of British institutional TV show that you can imagine. Yeah, okay. So I've got the full list here, and yeah. I am setting you the challenge. Can you guess, mm-hmm. and it is going to be guesswork, let's be honest. Maybe. Can you guess five of the shows that she has been I in? I think I know two. Not including Red Dwarf. Danielle has probably had a... Okay, well, let's say. Oh, I haven't, I haven't. <laughs> okay. I I well, what we'll do, we'll, we'll, ch- we'll challenge Jed, and yeah. we can do challenge Daniela, but Daniela okay. will get her own challenge later, <laughs> as okay. her last week, which you may remember. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I've got the bell is back. Already. Well... The bell is back. <laughs> the bell is back, guys, just in case. So I seem to remember. Five shows, I seem to remember her being in um, um, that. Is it called Heart of Gold or Band of Gold? That prostitute one um, from the late nineties. It's called Band of Gold, Heart of Gold. That prostitutes. Is it called Band of Gold? Band of Gold. Not seeing that on the list yet. It's not good. Wow, she's not in Band of Gold. Okay. Um, Not according to the information I have here. Was she in Grange Hill? No. Wow. All of the listeners at home are screaming. Okay. Apple. Okay. She's got. Was she in Brookside? Again, it's not on my list. This is not going very well. But I mean, you're thinking along. You're starting to think. Go more mainstream. Mainstream. British mainstream. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All British shows. Okay. So, dramas. Okay, so she would have been probably more prolific in the in the nineties, I reckon. So, uh, is she was she in um, Inspector Morse? This isn't going well for you, is it? This isn't going well. Okay, I mean, I think my two guesses. I'm going to concede to Daniela. I think so. My two guesses are EastEnders. Yes. (laughs) I was going to say that. That's too obvious. Okay. Exactly. I said go mainstream. And doctors. (laughs) <laughs> right, that is the most, that is the most animated Daniela has been all day. Yeah. Those, those, I'm uh, understanding now why people like thing. Daniela more you know now. I feel like Daniela's on a roll now. Daniela, can you get yes. five? Can you get, get three more? Come on, get some more. I, I mean, you're, I you, you, I I've got it. I've got one. Okay. I think I know. Okay, to, to, to not throw, throw it between us. Okay, okay. Doctor Who. Think. Hang on. Yes! Oh. Come on, Dana, between us. Team opportunity. Okay. okay, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with BBC and go right. casualty. Yes. Wow. <laughs> one oh, more, one, one more. more. Back to you, Jed. Come on, we can do this. Holby City. Oh yes. Okay. One for the accident and emergency. Triple, uh, <laughs> yeah. Holby City and Doctors. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, other notable That's amazing. ones. Uh, a favourite show of uh, Tom, Tom and mine is Waking the Dead. She was a judge in Waking the Dead. Wow. Oh, kind of saw that. Yeah. She, I, a few other highlights. My family, <laughs> Silent Witness, The Bill. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. Horses, oh, yes, Wolf, yes, yes, yes. Love Joy, <gasps> Prime yeah. Suspect, Press Gang. Oh, my God. Oh, How much did I get I that? Oh. Um, and uh, Birdemic 2. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's in the next Birdemic, yeah. Co- Coronation Street is probably... Of course, yeah, yeah. We, so I was going to say that next. Yeah. There you go. That's Very well done. Uh, you got there in the Angela end. Angela Bruce, well done. Angela. After a well slow start, if you're wow. listening, Angela, big yeah. up yourself. And weirdly, Angela's on the phone right now. <laughs> 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 that would be embarrassing. <laughs> so, wow, thanks. So, so we've got uh, the tongue-tied facts. Okay, oh, go okay. for it, yeah, yeah. So the thing is about tongue-tied, I don't think we touched on this. Um, it was released as a single... It was. Really oddly, really oddly, five years after the show was actually originally... uh, um, It got to number 17 in the charts, right? Correct. Yeah. I can only think that this... Because if you think like how TV used to work back in the 80s... Oops, some more insider knowledge here. This is not... 
This is Inside Music with Tom Dark. It like in the 80s, and then like by the time this series would come out on VHS, it would be like a year, two years later or something. Yeah. So it's not that kind of things don't turn around that. But five years. Yeah. But I do remember when the single came out, it was in line with some VHS releases. Right, see what you mean. Released like another. There was a new series. Or the series that got was getting super popular. Yeah. Yeah, because after after season three, it, w- it went so mainstream. It was yeah, so yeah. popular. So in so our mainstream, yeah. so totally in our <laughs> jobs, we have access to the OCC, which is the official charts wow. company login. So we Orange can, County we can go in correct, and yeah. report. Yep. The really really annoying thing is that this was released in 1993. Okay. And the records only go back to 1994. Oh. Wow. So we missed it by a year. Okay. But with some investigation, okay. that we <laughs> never you've, you've hacked the mainframe. <laughs> <laughs> we estimated that for a track to be in 1993. One second. This is probably actual good um, Red Bull facts <laughs> for you guys. It's quite it's a surprise. A again, it's a again, let me say, <laughs> yes. you will not get these facts on any other Red Bull yes, podcast. <laughs> you definitely are. Okay, so. So we worked out that for a track in 1993 when this was released to chart at number 17. I can guess how many that is. Do you reckon you can guess how many sales yeah. that would be? F- for no. a, a, a for a track to chart at number seventeen in nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Bear in mind, no mm. digital downloads, no streaming counting towards chart. It's this all, all CD sales. singles. Yeah. For our younger maybe, listeners, they maybe will maybe have no yeah, idea. I could what probably that is. work probably it out. Vinyl probably vinyl yeah. for the DJs out there. <laughs> well, I know how long <laughs> it takes like now to get number one. Not that many, um, but back in those days, it was like you needed like a hundred thousand odd sometimes to get to number one. So I'm guessing extrapolating that fact, number seventeen. This probably to get to that probably sold. 4,320. I'll go 20,000. 90,000 copies. Holy moly. And yeah, get ready for for this. To put that in context and how screwed the record industry is. That is is amazing. The music industry. The music industry. A uh, the track that is at number seventeen in the chart this week, or just charted, yeah. uh, is a track called "Peanut Butter Jelly" by Galantis. Yeah, charted at seventeen with sales of twenty five thousand. Wow. So that is wow. how much the record industry. So That's people out crazy. there, please do buy music because. And, uh, <laughs> I, would, I would like to point out that um, the great thing is that we, when we were talking about this the other week. Um, the single is available to stream on Spotify, yes. so please do yes. stream it. With all those everyone stream it. That will help keep me in a job. And please, please. <laughs> and following it's into like that, is it really? Wow. <laughs> and following into that, we know that last week <laughs> it did an incredible four sales, tongue-tied Amazing. four wow. sales last Digital week. Digital sales, Amazing. yes, and that is up an astonishing one hundred percent. If, if that was you, wow. if you're, if you're out d- there, okay. let us know. Tweet, if you're one of those four us. people. Can, can you, so, so when this uh, podcast goes out, like the week after, can you check that what the yes, sales yes, are? Yes, we can. Okay, we so everyone listening to this right now. Go and stream. Go yes. and stream it. But uh, do you want them to stream or to, to buy it on iTunes? I'll stream it. Stream it. Stream, stream it. it. Okay, go on to Spotify. So hang on, there's only been four streams in this last week. No, no, no. no. no so uh, oh, right, okay. it's 100 sales. Uh, 100 streams counts as one one sale. So every time someone streams a track, 100 total cumulatively 100 times that counts as one yeah, yeah, sale yeah. now mm. so we so last week there were three download sales so three people downloaded tongue tied last week wow. in the uk and there was one track equivalent uh streaming. through streaming so 100 streams and three wow. physical downloads. three physical okay. downloads that is the four sales that tongue-tied so everyone had last week. right now go and stream tongue tied because as 
Well, this won't. People won't wow, there's charts and graphs here, guys. Yeah, you, I've, I've, I've highlighted things on a piece. You of will be able here. to see, like, on a daily breakdown of how many sales there have been. So we will see, <laughs> and how many that has been. So we will see your Amazing. streaming. At the snake has effects. Yeah, people yeah, like to exactly. Call it. exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I'll probably have to go into a label meeting about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, why, why is this not twenty thousand percent? Like, guys, we and, need to get Danny John Jules um, to do an and, album. And the other good fact I want to add to this is, yeah. For the records we can get from 1994 yeah. to basically today, now. the song has sold yeah. 1,383 mm-hmm. copies. Okay. Since 1994. So, so that means that basically... Since its original run. It probably sold, in the first year, it probably sold about 100,000 copies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then because it's all physical, then you just yeah. can't get it anymore. Mm-hmm. So then in basically 11 years, it sold 1,000. Can you imagine if one of your birthday presents turned up, someone from the Red Dwarf Forum had a oh. CD copy or tape copy oh. of Tongue Tie? If you're, if you're the tape copy is expensive. If you're listening and you, have the, and you have a physical copy of the Tongue Tie, take a photo of it and send it to yes. Daniela or something. That would be incredible. Yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. out there. I remember it was a cartoon, wasn't it? Like a cartoon yeah, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. cat. And also I sent you the link to one of the remixes. Yep. And the it's incredible. So it's it's great. amazing. It's a that's banger. That's playing at Lost Resort. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like a sort of... Uh, it's like, a 19s dance. Yeah, it's like a piano, yeah. like classic ravey piano. Yeah, sort like, of like early prodigy kind of like... And it's amazing. Yeah. And... I it's great and also it's <laughs> it's on the label that Tom works yep. for <laughs> so it is available to so, uh, to <laughs> so um so can I just get straight Tom if if it get, gets listened to loads of times will you go into a meeting and say I will get a Christmas bonus yes yeah. we are <laughs> okay. we are paying Tom's wage but will you will you get Danny John Jills to release like an album I'm, try, I'm trying to find the remix um, <laughs> I, can, I can put it in afterwards can, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll play it at the end I'll cut it in afterwards what was a remix that was really good there are like four different multiple remixes, remixes. There was uh, a really good one. I th- it's not the Tabby Ranks one. That's I think it's the Meow bad. one, I think. But anyway, yeah. There's the Meow Mix one. I definitely recommend... I think it's the Meow Mix one that was I definitely recommend going and listening to the remixes. They are worth your so, time. yeah, I mean, I guess we could start a bit of a campaign here. If there's yes. enough people streaming... Yeah, Christmas we, number one. Yes. Oh, go. my God. There can we, we go. Get we should do that. The campaign for Christmas number one. If all of your listeners streamed... Tongue tied a hundred times, just or just bought it. it. Just, just, just bought it. It's going to be seventy nine p on. We'll just leave it running overnight. Yeah, I mean, okay. So, listeners, you either need to listen to it a hundred times on the streaming service of your choice, yeah. or just download it for I don't know, probably like fifty nine p or something. So exactly. The choice is yours, and we will be able to see that impact, and we will report back to you. Yes. Okay. Is it, on, is it on Tidal? Oh, uh, that, that's is just anyone on Tidal? <laughs> I've never heard of Tidal. Because I thought it was like Jay Z, yeah. um, Arcade yeah. Fire, and Danny John Jill. <laughs> 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 is that all right? The music in channel the, of choice. In, in the music industry, that's known as the big three. <laughs> yeah, the Holy, the holy Trinity. <laughs> but, uh, yes, wow. we, we will monitor that okay, for good. when this episode goes out. Yes. Okay. I know me, me and Daniela will we'll try and bump up this. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we've come to the. Um, End of the episode. I hope that bit of knowledge was. That was great. That, yeah, that'll be on the forums, like when yeah. it's released. It's great. We've earned our keep. We've earned our extensive. Fees. <laughs> so we've got. Um, so just general vibe of, of what you thought. So that, Daniela, what do you think of the episode? Um, I'm conflicted because I absolutely love Tongue Tied. Yeah. But I'm pretty indifferent to the rest of the episode. I didn't like yeah. it. That I'd much. agree with that as well. 100% agree. Yeah. Tongue Tied is just. It's not the a. Best s- it's not a strong series finisher, is it? It's no, not. No. no. I, I think they've kind of. On these themes, if these could have been flip reverse, but then yeah, well, maybe they, they had Dad in mind for the beginning of the next series. Yeah, or if they I ended guess, on I guess they felt like they ended maybe. on a good cliffhanger, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but because they didn't follow it up as well, that's another kind of. And I think mistake. they suffer a little bit. Bec- 
because of the strength of the previous episode because yeah. Queek is yeah. so good yeah. and has exactly. such a great sort of it in fact comes most full of circle season two is brilliant except is for this series. episode the is really good I think yeah and but is it about the order of the episodes I was, yeah. I was reading up about this because yeah it's all messed said, up uh, last week mm-hmm. um that I had the real memory of like my dad having the VHS tapes. Yeah. And basically, it would, you'd get three episodes per tape. Yeah. But what they would do, so, so like uh, series two tape one was called Crichton because exactly. they would name it after the first episode of the yeah. VHS. But what they did for some of those tapes, they would change the order of the episodes because they wanted it to have a different title. Yeah, or make it sound better yeah. as well. Yeah. And also because in, in season one they did that because one of the episodes was called um, the Waiting for God episode. Yeah, Waiting for God, and there was already a TV, a TV show, show called yeah. Waiting for God, so they couldn't have that on the front of a of a BBC video because it would be confusing. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, so we, we general vibe is that we thought the start was good and it kind of tailed off. Yeah. So that leads us to the most important bit of the show, the Smegheads charts. Yeah, okay. So um, just to give you a bit of a roundup on, on what the uh, charts are so far, I've kind of got the, um, what's the word? I've got the... Um, Rash? <laughs> I've got the charts up here. So, okay, so again, number one is Thanks for the Memory. Um, number two is Better Than Life. Number three is Stasis Leak. Number four is last week's episode, Quig. And number five is Confidence and Paranoia. So where do you think this sits, Daniel? You're usually the voice of reason here. I think I'd put this in as number five, purely for tongue-tied. So, so Crichton's gone and... Yeah. Okay. I myself would say, yeah, this either would be sixth, it would be out of the top five, or it actually is a, it is a better episode than Crichton, I'll give you that, so, may, so maybe it isn't five. Boys, do you have any input? Tom Dark and Tom Stab? I think, I, I still think Queeg is up there for me, out, out, out of the episodes. Yep, so we've, we've currently got Queeg at number three, uh, sorry, number four oh, in the charts. So this, this would be behind it. Yeah. I th- I think yeah. I think it's just tongue-tied kind of is great it's it so misleading i made it so memorable yes. yeah that it would almost be in my top five just because it's like oh yeah i remember that but yeah. actually the rest of the episode lets it down yeah. yeah and sometimes i forget what happens in the rest of the episode yeah, exactly. oh yeah that's yeah. just the, the tongue-tied episode um can, can i vote for just that tongue-tied scene <laughs> <That's number laughs> yeah. well that would be number one, one. yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, that it's definitely the best intro to any any oh, red yeah. dwarf um, oh yeah so far yeah so um and tom stab what, what do you think um, yeah, I, I I probably agree with Tom. Actually, I think yeah. the the strength and because it makes it so memorable, it will probably when this is all said and done, yeah. it will probably be you know quite a way down. But yeah, I still think for just for the for tongue-tied. the for, for for the strength of tongue tied, it drags will, it up. It will uh, it will always hold a very special place in my heart. So yeah, I think we're all in agreement. So um, straight at number five knocks out Crichton from the fifth position. And uh, yeah, we now have uh, Parallel Universe at number five. I still can't believe Confidence and Paranoia is uh, is, is in there. I think I need to go back and rewatch that one. I can't... I, it is I, good. There are some... It, it is good, but like in in retrospect, why is it so hard? I'm then? starting to think. I don't know what. what we, Come on, so we really liked it. We, it was number yeah, one for for yeah. a while, wasn't it? Yeah, we no, really liked it, but that was because like we hadn't experienced the second season, which is there's loads of better ones in the second yeah. season, and then and when we get to the next season, um, it, the, everything's even better yeah, again. It's all to play for. Ah, oh, it's the, the season and, three. And the just budgets do increase. Budgets increase. There's more are we, locations. Are we in agreement that series three is the best series? 
Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I would no. say three or five remember. for me. <laughs> I can't. I kind of want to watch. I feel like I'd want to watch all of it again yeah. to make a call on that. Yeah. I guess you'll discuss that. And we will when we come to it. But yeah. I really think season three. Um, what's that website? Um, a digital spy just did uh, a list of yeah, yeah I saw um, that. of yeah. the of in they ranked ah. the the season. Is this off the back of the popularity of this podcast? It must be. The list is um, it's kind of the similar to 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 what I, I would have picked, but no, they they picked it off their own accord and it's a good list. But they put um, back to earth at last. I don't think it's that bad. I think seasons seven and eight. What did they have as the best season? Season three. I think it was three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nothing but hits. Yeah, you love to. And your boyfriend's on the first episode of yeah, season three, reading out the poetry from other guys to you. <laughs> amazing. amazing. It's gonna, it's gonna be great. So that. good. And we'll have the two Toms on um, on some later episodes, no oh, doubt. Are we going to come back? Yeah. yeah. We'll see you again. Of course. Oh. Oh, do you, you want to maybe wait and see what kind yeah, of feedback you the get first? Yeah. See but, um, you're going to come in with Billy Lunn, though, um, Tom, aren't you? If, if you'll have me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Toby, you can have a, an, another guest with you if you want. You can come by yourself. Or Do I have to try and find a rock star? You've got to bring, <laughs> in, you want, yeah. you've got to bring in Carly Rae Jepsen. That is too ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think when she comes in for promo, that is high on the schedule. Or, or Taylor Swift. That's more achieved. <laughs> I think so. Like, it's like, Add it to the promo she schedule. She bloody it's loves easy. Red Dwarf. She, does. she never stops going on about it. Just, that's, that's she's got I a cat. Us. That's the signs are there. I was called Red. See? Yes. yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 We, we could we could record it at Wembley. Or she is part of the Red Dwarf Wembley. Illuminati, I reckon. <laughs> she is. Oh, <laughs> so I'd be more than happy to answer that question. Okay. Because I <laughs> so so Tom Stab works the same. I don't he, care. Carly Rae Jepsen, right? Well, no, no. Her album is she's one universal. of the best albums of the year. It is. It's, it's amazing. It's no. Oh god! Right. Imagine if Tattoo they were came back with Sony. Were they? I don't know what record label they were on. Whoever they were, they were lucky to have them. Yeah. Yeah. Download their album for free off the website now, actually. And their record, their old record label doesn't, doesn't like it. Oh, really? Yeah, they told them to take it down and they won't take it down. It's just <laughs> just there to, to download. Um, so who, who on Sony do you, do you like at the moment? Um, I, work at, um, I do work at Sony, but I work at Columbia, which is one of the yeah. s- sub-labels. Uh, I would recommend a guy called Sam Henshaw with two Ms. Okay. Uh, a guy called Rally Ritchie, who you might recognise from Game of Thrones. He plays he's, Grey he's Worm. He's very good. I'm a big fan. Oh, uh, right, yeah. And he's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So I'd recommend going checking checking those two out. They're really good. Wow. Okay. Rally Ritchie and Sam Henshaw with two M's. And I've okay. got, I've, I've got about. Oh, now he chirps up. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> heard Rally Renshaw no, and no, he's no, like, yeah. No, 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 I've, got got I've got about probably about eight new bands that are all like quite excited. Just so name a couple. Just, just tweet me or something, and I'll send you some <laughs> to go. I'm not going to. Actually, and, and I forgot to mention. Um, when does it come out? Yeah. So last week I released a golden tape for for Gunship. It's actually a real Lovely gold tape. tape. Lovely tape. And uh, Side A is your album. Side B is a Commodore 64 game. And uh, I also, um, it was great. I think that's the first time that's ever happened. And I also did the promo video for for them. And it's and they do the special effects for horror films and stuff as well. So it was a good, it was a good marriage. And the uh, last Thursday of every month, I can usually be found in Lucky Voice singing Bruce Springsteen and Grease <laughs> 2 songs. How comes I haven't got an invite to, to Lucky Voice? Because uh, you're not part of the Are you just there by yourself, though, singing? <laughs> 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 when I saw you for the first time. Echoes. <laughs> They're not part of the karaoke club, I'm afraid, Jed. This is disgraceful. Who's who's in this karaoke club? Is Nick in it? No, he's not. It's it's only Daniela. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Nick are going to have... Best friends club. It's probably worth mentioning the the, the cat single with all the remix and everything on... Your streaming service of choice. There yeah. is the karaoke version on there, or the karaoke Katioke version. version. Yeah. So that's what you should be doing from now on. Yeah, lucky voice will do that. Shall we all go down there now? And, um, <laughs> we should ask do. Ask him to put that on and 
Go get a little sing song. It's tongue-tied. Well, on, um, if you want to check out the show notes and stuff, I will put up the videos of people covering... Um, Oh my goodness There's me, the loads. video you sent me earlier. I mean, I yeah. wish I Have you seen this, Daniel? I showed this to yeah. me. It's a video with these three kind of kind Essex of boys. boys, yeah. But um they've got their shirts off. They look kind of oiled up and they've written words on themselves Shall as well. Shall we recreate it after we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, we not, I'm not taking my shirt off. <laughs> well, you can film it and we can just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just need to film it. I've got, I've, got, I've got the smoke machine. I do reckon it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the smoke going again. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, so Daniela, um where can we find you or where can the guys on the redwolf.co.uk forum find you? Um on Twitter and yeah. at Daniela Ronel Phillips. Okay. And on Twitter, Daniela Daniela Monica Phillips. On Instagram, Daniela Monica That's the Phillips. one, yeah, on yeah. Instagram, sorry. Um, and I'm at Jed Shepherd on both social networks. And uh, Tom Dark and Tom Stab. Uh, yeah, well, I, I'm at Tom Dark on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to get more music industry uh, Don't ask knowledge me. bombs, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, then you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Tom Stab yeah. with two Bs. And I'm sure they'll be tweeting about the progress of Tongue Tied throughout yeah, the, yes. the coming weeks. Follow us if you want to yes. find out that information. <laughs> we'll be live. Live yeah. updates as, as they happen. <laughs> we'll, chart a li- we'll plot a little graph for you. <laughs> yeah. We all have a graph. So thanks very much. It's the end of uh, this season and we will be back for you. It'll be next week and that will be, wow, my smoke machine's gone crazy. Mind of its own. actually my catchphrase. For, for next season um, uh, yeah we'll be back with uh, Nick from Empire Magazine Daniela's boyfriend um, for the first episode <laughs> send your of season in, three guys. send your limericks in right now he and he'll still, read he them out he still be my boyfriend by next week <laughs> be, I cannot, actually cannot wait we should live stream that as well um, yeah so uh, we'll be back uh, next week for you guys thank you for having us Jed no worries Have thanks for coming on for the last two yeah, weeks yeah, thank thanks. you yeah. giving up it's our time a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. I've really enjoyed and, it uh, and like, if you like these guys yeah follow them and uh, just just request them to come back on at some point and I want to do it anyway but on the forum please because yeah. I did have a little look around yeah because <laughs> I wanted to see if Daniela had signed up yet see what she has signed up <laughs> Daniela has like, she's spoken a few times and uh, they've been actually quite respectful since you, you've joined yeah they seem like nice guys they are nice guys yeah, yeah they are I nice guys I don't know what guys. you're talking about Jed well there was that one guy but we, we won't get around to that um, that was Jed he signed up <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's like a guy called Henry, I think. <laughs> Harry. Harry. <laughs> Big up, Harry. He seems like a nice Harry's guy as well. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next season. And just, just to let you know, we are the most popular Red Dwarf podcast out there. Tell your friends, yeah, uh, you subscribe if you, if you haven't already subscribed, and uh, say nice things on iTunes. And uh, see you later, Smegheads. Bye. Thanks. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Smegheads, the Red Dwarf podcast. Smegheads is a production of Ghost Pop, and you can check out the show notes and other stuff at ghostpoppodcast.com slash smegheads. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. See you later, Smegheads.